You're listening to the Legacy Investor Podcast. Podcast, where we focus on real estate, business, and mindset. Our guests will share their experiences, lessons learned, and actionable advice to help you get to the next level. Now for today's show. Harrison Grigsby, a.k.a. John Holt, yeah. Rhode Island's own. Yeah. Welcome to the Legacy Investor Podcast, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We connected at Sterling and Russ's mm-hmm. uh, restaurant grand open. Shout out, Sterling right. and Russ. Yep, yep. Um, I think it was one of those things where you just had this have this infectious energy, and I'm just trying to be around positive people. That's it, man. And then from there, we've had other meetings, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, look, yeah. I got to get John Hope on the podcast. Yeah, so. yeah. So here we are. Um, just for folks listening, John Hope, rap artist with five <clears throat> independent projects, mm-hmm. collaboration with Nas, mm-hmm. owns a production company called mm-hmm. Zane Butler, mm-hmm. doing a collaboration with Tom Brady's company. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Get, Shadow Line. We'll, yep. <laughs> which we'll dig into that. Um, arena host for PC Fridays for 16 years. Mm-hmm. You have a master's degree in educational leadership. And you're in the real estate game? A little bit, yeah. Like, <laughs> man. So, again, thank you for coming out. Thank you. To kick things off, I just want to back things up into the early days mm-hmm. and go over, you know, some of the challenges or opportunities, you know, and where the inspiration comes from, both creatively for your music mm-hmm. and then obviously your other ventures, which we're going to dive into a bit. Yeah. So. Um. Well, thank you for having me, man. Um. Super excited. Uh, when I think about... Uh, the early days and like, you know, taking the step towards, you know, essentially what is entrepreneurship, right? Like, um, I, I was definitely, um, short-sighted and narrow-minded. Like I was so fixated on music, um, which is, is the catalyst for a lot of, uh, the ventures that I, I, I have. Um, but I, I think, um, I think as I was, as I was growing, I was able to realize that it's okay to be multi-passionate. It's okay to um, have different interests. And now my goal is just to make sure everything is aligned. You know what I mean? But yeah, earlier on, man, it was, it was, it it was hip hop, you know, it's hip hop. You know, I was child of hip hop. Um, I had a... you know, I, I remember like sneaking to listen to Doggy Style, Snoop Dogg, you know, because my mom, you know, the cuss words and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, just that that discovery of other people, other artists, you know, throughout the country, throughout the world that shared some of my story, you know, um, I, you know, it's very much on record. I, 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 I tell people, you know, I was, I was raised by different families. You know, my mother, she did the best that she could. She's an amazing woman, um, but you know, she had to work, and she only, you know, she, she did what she could based upon the information and access that she knew, and so there's zero uh, fault on that. Um, but, but as a result, um, you know, 
I, I was just raised by a lot of different families, man. You know, like, you know, even, you know, shout out Kyle Sabath. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle, I've known since I was a kid, you know, like, you know, and I used to go to his house and stuff like that. That's just an example. Um, you know, the, the Sorrentines, uh, Santos, just so many different people that mm -hmm. had a hand in my upbringing. Um, the constant, because of that instability, the constant was was be, me being creative, um, creative writing, you know, kind of like, um, you know, just writing down my thoughts. It wasn't like anything imaginative. It was pretty dense for a kid, you know, um, like nine, 10 years old. It was just like I was very much in tune with what I was feeling and what I was going through and that creative writing um, morphed into writing lyrics, mimicking some of my favorite artists. Sure. And um, and then I just started, you know, rapping in my neighborhood and doing my thing. Um, but yeah, that was sort of the foundation. It was just this heavy curiosity that I still hold on to to this day about, you know, who I am, who I can become and where I'm going. That curiosity is really, really important to me um, because it, 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 it informs you know, a lot of the things that, a lot of the successes that I've had. Mm. Yeah. And I heard you mention before that, you know, some of the inspiration for your music comes from a place of struggle, mm -hmm. right? And you're first generation. Yes, sir. And, you know, being around other groups in school, like, yeah. different. Very right? different. <laughs> so, so do you reflect a lot, you know, back on that, obviously, oh, when yeah. you're writing your lyrics and that's got to be... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think a big piece of that was um, one of my projects, um, Savage Beauty. Um, Savage Beauty was really, really um, immersed in that line of thinking, you know, just a lot of reflection. You know, I, I lived in public housing, and um, but I went to school at St. Raphael Academy mm. in, in, in Pawtucket, right? So I had to take like three different buses, um, worry about, you know, um, feudal, uh, you know, East Side, South Side, you know, Chad Brown, you know, who got beef with this one, you know, going to Kennedy Plaza, it was normalized, but, you know, as a kid, it, 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 you know, you, you had to worry about, you know, getting jumped or death, yeah. right? On top of homework, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, you know, writing that dichotomy was something that I examined on my project, Savage Beauty, um, hence Savage and Beauty, you know, that's that was really intentional. Um, but yeah, as I reflect, man, um, I take the good and the not so good from both sides of the coin. You know, seeing my friends, seeing my um, counterparts who um, who are privileged, man. And and I, like when I mean privileged, it wasn't just like the um, the extreme of of wealth, but like things like you know having um, sitting at a table as a family for dinner. You know what I mean? Like those things I didn't really do. You know what I mean? Like my mom, you know, when I was, when I was in, in high school, I didn't see my mom throughout the week because she, when I was, when she was coming home from 11 to seven, I was going to school. Mm. When I'm coming home, she's getting ready to work third shift, three to mm -hmm. 11. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I didn't really see her until like Friday or the weekends. And so I was really outside. Like, mm. you know what I mean? I was outside for real, for real. Like I was, me and my guys, you know, um, just at the basketball court. And a lot of my friends, my friend group in in uh, where I lived, it's called Arbor Glen. Um, I think only one of them, I saw their father. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else, I mean, we were all like 10, 11, 
full occupying full apartments with no parents you know mm. either they were at work or literally they would just come you know they would just come monthly drop off a check and the kid would have to go to the rental office drop off the check and everybody's outside that that was that was a reality i i think like i can my whole crew maybe like four or five of them um had had apartments and it was like by themselves, you know what I mean? Like, like, and I'm talking like 11, 12, yeah. like, you know what I mean? These things that I would, I don't let my daughter go check the mail <laughs> by herself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but these were things that I normalized. And so yeah. understanding that level of like survival mode and just like awareness, it really gave me a heightened, all my senses were heightened early, like mm. early. And I appreciate that. Yeah. However, um, seeing my friends as saints, you know, in high school and, you know, I was just like enamored by the simplest things. Like I would go to Kyle's house and, and I use Kyle because we, we, we have yeah. the mutual connection, but he'll tell you, I would go to his house and he'll tell you, like, I would go directly to his pantry. Cause he had this pantry full of like cookies and all this stuff, and I would just eat it. Yeah, like, man. you know what I mean? And I would stay at his crib. I would stay at his house. Um... You know, things that people take for granted. Right? Yeah, for yeah, 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 it was crazy, man. Yeah. So you know, I'm just reflecting, but yeah, yeah, that dichotomy is something that I, I, I've, I've, I valued. So you decided to express yourself through your lyrics, right, and through the creative process. I mean, can you think back to when you know you've put so, some content out to the world and you yeah. get some positive feedback and you were like, yeah, I think there's something here. Like, is there a day that you could? Yeah. One of my first shows, um, it was at URI. It was at URI, and I was, I don't know why I wore this, man. I had this corny Superman shirt on. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, and it was like a showcase, and it was like one of my first shows, and I did this like acapella, like poem type thing, and the whole place like gave a standing Come ovation, on. and I was like, oh, okay, like I could do this, you know what I mean? It just gave me that that encouragement, and then you know it just went on from there. But mm. yeah, that was the first time yeah. to do something like that. You gotta have an unwavering. Yeah. Just courage, right? Yeah. Belief in yourself. Yes. So, and as you grow now, right, and continue to, you know, get success and taste success, yeah. you know, what you got to stay grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Ego is the enemy. Exactly. And, and to bring yourself down and keep writing from, right, that that place where you once lived. Like, yeah. so what are some of those things that you do, right, just to stay grounded and, and keep coming out with that content? Well, I, I have this, I have this saying that my, my, my best song is the one I haven't written mm -hmm. yet. You know what I mean? And so knowing that it's just having that healthy balance of um, acknowledging, receiving whatever that um, success is. Let's say I, I win an award or or, or something like that. Um, I acknowledge it. I bask in it. You know, it's cool. But I'm always thinking about what's next. Um, continuing to challenge myself. Um, and then some of that humility comes from my daughter. Right, like she nice. really doesn't care about any of that stuff. She's like, yeah. "Daddy, what's up?" Like, yeah. you know what I mean. And so, um, just knowing that there's someone in my life that um, that that I have to constantly be present for. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like some of these other things. I can just kind of just show up or whatever. Yeah. Um, but but you know, I think my daughter is is who keeps me grounded. Um, in a in a very positive way. And you got to balance that though too, right? Like, yeah. So, right? How do you 
you got to sit down and write, right? And be creative and get yeah. into this creative mindset. But then also you got to be a dad and then you got to go do yeah. the, the PC Friars <laughs> yeah, game yeah, or right? whatever and then producing the next docuseries. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. I mean, any tips and tricks for that? Like somebody out there juggling that many? That yeah, many I think, I think um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mindset of if, if you know that this is your purpose, you will find a way. Right. Um, and, and some of, you know, that I, when, whenever I have these discussions, I always try to make sure that I try not to romanticize. Right. Because it can very, it could be very easy to be like, well, you know, be all you could be like, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, so the reality of that, you know, of, of what I mean when I say um, knowing your purpose is that, you know, Use your 24, right? Like you, if you, if I know that I have to put my daughter down at eight o'clock, you know, I put her down at eight o'clock, read to her, you know, and then um, she, until she falls asleep, I might catch like a 20 minute, 30 minute nap and then get back up and then like, okay, I have to, you know, I'll, you know, organize and clean the house. Then I'll go to my go to my studio, my home office, and 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 start writing, you know, or start you know mapping out the 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 the, the marketing plan or, or whatever mm. the case may mm. be, whatever the tasks are. And then also, it's important to know how to delegate, yeah. you know. And that's something that took me a while because I was such an individual um, operating out of survival that I didn't I didn't necessarily I, I held on to everything. Yeah. And so it's important to delegate, um, find people that are trustworthy that can support you and will pour into you and be like, hey, can you handle this task? Can you handle this to kind of offload some of the things, you know, um, and just you focus on whatever it is that is of high importance and high priority. Yeah. So those are the sort of the practical, pragmatic things that I would say is to really use your 24 and, 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 and in doing so, um, identify what you value. I value working out. I value my body. I value so I will wake up at five before my 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 daughter gets up, and go downstairs. You know, people don't understand that there's going to the gym and then there's working out, right? Working out is free, so I can work out at my living room yep. or whatever. You know what I mean? So people, because people make the excuse, oh, I can't get to, I can't get to the gym, yeah. right? Okay, well that's. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about working out. And so you have to have that level of discernment. So those types of things are the practical um, ways. Identify what you value, use your 24, but ultimately macro, um, understand your purpose. Mm. And so none of those none of those tasks or those things will interfere. You'll understand how to integrate more than anything, you know? Gold. My G. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> um, 2023 is the 50th anniversary yeah. of hip hop. Yeah. It seems like it's been around for a lot longer than just 50 years though. Right? Right, like, right. right. Yeah, it does. Um but I think it's because of its presence, but when you think about um August 11, 1973, that's that's when, you know, Cool Herc and his sister, you know, they 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 had that park jam and 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 lo and behold, I'm truly grateful to be a part of and in a mess like hip hop this culture what is done for me i cannot put into words <laughs> yeah so i can't what are you doing this year anything um yeah yeah man so um 
first and foremost, um, I'm having, uh, I'm, I'm performing, I'm doing a big show in District Park um, at the Innovative Park at yeah. the, the tail end of the pedestrian bridge. Um, so I'm doing that. Uh, Got a date? Uh, yeah, I do have a date. I mean, I don't want to date this, you all know right, what I'm saying? All right. But I do have a date. I will announce it, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I'm doing that. Just, you know, just a, a celebration. Um, and I think it's very instrumental specifically for that event because the city has um, had trepidation about, you know, hip hop events, you know, in, in, you know, in the city and stuff mm. like that because of whatever connotation and things of that nature, but just not really, you know, on their end, they're not really all the way culturally competent, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, um, and so this is an opportunity to show that you can have hip hop, you know, um, um, events with, you know, no violence, you know, no negative, you know, um, activities going on. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and then uh, I've been working with Uncle Ralph McDaniels, man, legendary video host um, uh, out in Queens. Um, we're, we're trying to put something together uh, with the Hip Hop 50 organization and Mass Appeal. Um, I have a, a, a series called Deeper Than Rap, and I, I would look into work with Fat Joe, trying to get Fat Joe Come locked on. in where I would interview him. And um, so, you know, and then I have some passive programming, you know, interviewing some people. I think right now everybody's talking about AI. So I have my Deeper Than Rap interview series um, with a really uh, uh, incredible brother by the name of Jordan Martins, who's like in the tech space. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to talk about how hip hop and, and AI meet you know wow. what What does it look like you yeah. know what I mean um, I think it's affecting everybody but from a cultural standpoint where where is it because you know there have been fake Drake verses and things of that nature fake Drake songs and people are like you know worried about their position as writers and things right. of that nature so right. you know for me I, like anything I'm embracing it Good. and so you know we're going to talk about that so it's a lot of futuristic stuff some nostalgia that you know the way I'm approaching hip hop 50 that's incredible. I think the AI, AI stuff, to your point, yeah. is going to change the game. It's one of those, like, incredible. you can't run from it. You can't. You got to you know, embrace it. And you know, like, this is like going back to 2000s when the internet With was the coming internet, out. Right. And folks were like, no, nah, it's just a fad or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, this is, this this is, is it. it. It's here. This is where, it's it's here. Everything. It's here. And, and from a creative perspective, you know, both... Um, you know, writing songs, but also artists. I mean, yeah. AI is going to transform all that. Yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast recently that mentioned, you know, at some point in the future, whether it be 10, 20 years, they're not, we're not going to be surprised to see that, you know, a disclaimer saying that this was written by a human. Right, right, right. Of course. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. You yeah. know, especially yeah. from just like an artist standpoint from paintings, mm -hmm. but like, like you said, like, Drake, right? So you could type in somewhere and have it sound like Drake. Drake, yeah, which is yeah, incredible. yeah. It's it's crazy. So so yeah, like there there has to be. We have to um, be intentional about the information. So because I think there's such a fear, at least you know, in my you know prism and what I'm seeing, there's a fear of like, man, well, what is this gonna look like and mm -hmm. this that and they're understandably so. Mm -hmm. But I think like that 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 fear stems from like people just don't know what it is just yet there's a lot of conversation what is what is ai what is this what is that so i think like it's important to you know get the information so we can understand how to use it in in our favor you know what i mean it's perfect. In, in, yeah in in a in a positive way you know so for zane butler 
Yeah. yeah so um, a yeah, little background on Zane Butler and what you're yeah. working on. Yeah, so Zane Butler, multimedia company um, that started uh, 2014 um, and uh, focuses storytelling, storytelling through different mediums, uh, event production, uh, tour operations, um, you know, now long form content docu-series, um, producing two docu-series, um, two, one, one, I'm Two documentaries. One is a docu series, and yeah. one is a uh, documentary actually centered around my uh, career uh, with PC. So that's coming out, yeah, with the Friars, man. I'm really excited about that. I just saw the first draft, and I'm like, wow. Um, and then uh, working with a, an amazingly, just amazing, talented artist by the name of Tony T. She's a okay. vocalist, and I'm super excited because that's the first time that able to lend some of the label services that I was able to do for myself as a as a flagship artist um, to somebody else. And already we're seeing, you know, the proof in the pudding. But yeah, just um yeah, just trying to scale. Um so, you know, scale in terms of um products um and uh you know production like you know um doing a podcast um, label services and consulting services for other entities, mm. you know, um, and uh, it's been it's been fruitful, man. It's been it's been a work in progress because it's something that just really, I just jumped out, didn't really have the business acumen, but I, um, you know, I went I went for it and uh, surrounded myself around people. You know, I have some advisors and mentors that really have helped me, and um, you know, it's been. It's been great because like, you know, maybe this might be the segue into real estate, but like, I'm really happy that, you know, this recent purchase stemmed exclusively from my work with, you know, doing Zane Butler and, you know, being an entrepreneur. My first property was from the W2 and all that stuff. But this one, it was just, it was just, it was, I was very happy, you know, you know, like, yo, this, this one's me. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. we're, we're going to get there. Um, we're going to get there. We're going to get yeah, there. Yeah. But you didn't have all the tools to make this production company, right? None. <laughs> Fail forward, right? And that's yes. the key lesson to, yes. to this. Like, might be somebody out there interested in producing a song or making a production company, but yeah. fail forward and yeah. surround yourself with folks who have done it. Like mm -hmm. that, that's it. I don't care what business you're in. Yeah. I don't care what you're going after. Oh. Like that is the secret sauce. Yeah, you have to fail forward. Like that the the taboo that failure and 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 success are mutually exclusive. It, like I'm I'm mad that we've been conditioned that way. Yeah. You know, from 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 middle from you know elementary school, we've been conditioned that that failure is is bad. Yo, failure is, man. The the the, the thing about failure is like, if I fall eight, guaranteed I'm getting up nine. Like that that's just what it is because of those eight times, those lessons, right? Um, just the stigma of failure. I wish we could just remove and um, but yeah, I I I I failed so many times tax wise like didn't know what i was doing like you know as as an artist you know and self being self employed and so forth like um you know the benefits that i could get uh from a from you know writing things off and um you know just the administrative stuff right mm -hmm. because there's a lot of sensationalism with yo i'm a ceo and you know yeah, i got yeah. my own label yeah, and I, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and like yo it's, there's a lot that comes <laughs> with it you know what i'm saying like for real 
real, for real. Like, you know, and so um, you have to, you know, the devil is in the details. And so you have to fail forward um, because, you know, the only way you fail is is if you understand those details, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, just blindly getting the LLC and saying, I own my own business. Like, all right, bro, well, every year you got to pay $400 whether you make a dime or not. Like, you know what I mean? So what, what are we talking about? So just understanding that minutia is very, very important. But yeah, I say fail forward, fail forward. Perfect. Yeah. Man, I, I just we brought up PC Fryers again. Yeah, uh, we got to go back there. So mm-hmm. real quick, sixteen years. Oh, how, man. Just had your last get. We're in downtown Providence yeah. right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Which is home, we're, baby. We're, this is it. So how did that happen? Yeah, and just real quick, how that just plays into your story here because it's not a small piece. Yeah, yeah, it's not a small small. It's definitely not a small piece. It's so funny. So, so the connection is hip hop, right? Right, and and here we go. I'll, I'll give you a quick synopsis. So, when I was starting out, and this this speaks to purpose and being driven. When I started out, um, I didn't have a manager, and I thought I needed a manager and stuff like that. And so, um, I was trying to book. Uh, uh, I was trying to route my own college tour, and so. Um, I, I, I ended up creating a fake email account, a guy by the name of Dennis Carrington, Dennis Carrington booked my shows. And so I always wanted to perform at PC. So I reached out to PC like, yo, you know, um, uh, I'm Dennis Carrington. I have this artist named John Hope. Da da da. Would love to perform at your Midnight Madness. So I'm I'm okay. dating myself. This is back okay. when like Midnight Madness was. It wasn't late night Madness. It was Midnight Madness. So book the show, perform, kill it. I kill it. That so afterwards they're like, yo, we like the way you engage the crowd. Like we're we're looking for a new MC. Would you like to try out? And I was like, wow. I was like, yo. I'm not really an MC. I, I, I rap. I don't really host, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'll yeah. try it out. So I went and it was between myself. It was a woman who is the MC for the Connecticut Sun and a gentleman who is um, a radio host. So we had a game and the three and they put us in um, what we call media hits. And so we all had to do our own media hit. Okay. And I just did my thing and the rest was history. And I when I started out, it was with Coach Tim Welsh. Okay. So I went through Tim Welsh, Keno Davis, Ed Cooley. And 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 I was the only constant in that, you know, in, in that arena. And um, you know, to be able to have such an impact on so many people's lives and really just cultivate a whole other side of my business and who I am and my brand that I didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. Like I was again fixated on the music, but here I am able to be a multimedia host and personality and and and, and engage 13,500 people weekly. I'm blessed, man. And so, but yeah, it was 16 seasons um and I was just like, look, man, it's time. You know, it's time. It's time yeah. because a uh, 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 an opportunity so rich and so good um, you can get lost in it and be complacent. Okay. And and I want the next challenge. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So on to the next. It's so on to the next. Talk <laughs> about being a homeowner yeah. and what that can do for your financial future. Right? Because yeah. I think, and we'll get to a little bit yeah. about community and giving back, mm-hmm. but really I think what 
I've gathered is you're trying to bring it back to the other side and say, look, like yeah. real estate, business ownership, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. these are the things, right, yeah. that are going to set you apart and create your legacy. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, it's been such a game changer and a life changer um, owning, owning my own home, owning rental property. Um, because it is the gift that keeps on giving, right? And and um, I uh, I didn't I didn't I wasn't fully aware of the like you said use the word legacy, right? Um, just like the assets that um that I've attained, um, the the way that you know I I the way I even purchased this this property was you know cash out refi you know taking cash out here like just that whole process <laughs> i was like oh wow okay <laughs> this is this is how it works you know what i mean and getting a glimpse of what of that type of information and 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 how other like that's the name of the game right you get it and then you know right and so i'm like oh man i got the bug you know what i'm saying and um there was an initial uh an initial fear or ignorance and dare I say, I will say coming from where I come from, um, I didn't really think I was deserving of this mm. success, right? Of this like um, fruitfulness. And um, I think my my goal now that I'm on the other side is that look, we everyone can participate in home ownership. It is not as hard as we think it is. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I just, you know, get your credit right, you know, and here are the ways to do so, you know, so my, my intention now has been, you know, um, putting sugar in the medicine, you know, whether it's through my music, whether it's through public speaking, whether it's through just individual engagement is giving people that information in a way that doesn't judge in a way that isn't, um, you know, preachy, but look like, yo, fam, like you can participate. There are home, first time home buyer programs, you know, like, I, you know, I've, I've almost been like this ambassador, like this, yeah. like silent, you know what I mean? Just like, yo, this is not as hard as you think it, it can be. You don't yeah. need to make a million dollars or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, and so I've been really intentional about just giving that information and providing that access, you know, Definitely. because I know that I'm in company now where there's not a lot of people that look like me. And I feel like a, a, an obligation um, to be able to be a bridge, you know, and say, hey, you know, like, yo, you can get some of this too. Like, you know, so yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. So one of my questions is going to be, so yeah. folks that were, you know, early on, if you think back to your first house, some tips and tricks for them to get into it. But I think you just shared a bunch. I mean, yeah. Anything else that you want to touch on there? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, just know, knowing about the programs um, for, you know, first, first time home buyer program yep. and, and um, you don't, you don't, have, you know, you can put down 3%. That's what Same. I did. Right. Same. You know, um, and then, uh, you know, being able to use the equity that's built from that. And take it and purchase something else yeah. or, 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 or what have you. Um, so, you know, um, and then just if you can get a rental property, right? Like that's money while you sleep. It's passive income. Yeah. And that's where you want to get to, right. you know, to really establish wealth. You know what I mean? And, and that three and a half percent loan that, you know, that FHA, that first time homebuyer product, that's good up to a four family house. Right, right, right. So you can right. get four. Yeah. Four apartments, you live in one of them, you rent the other three, you're living for free and you're making money. That's it, man. Right. 
That's it. So that's it. Go man. from that one to the next. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's the name of the game. That really is the name of the game, man. And I'm, I'm glad in doing that. Um, it's allowed me to just um, reevaluate like myself and and the people that I'm around mm. because it's about mindset and, and and I really believe that I mean I know we're doing this episode but I believe that there's a reason me and you really met man like no you know I'm mean? like I don't want to get too spiritual or whatever but just I just think about like you know like-minded people you know people uh especially within hip-hop you hear you know no new friends and oh I'm with my day ones and all that you know what I mean but I believe that you know newness you know new experiences new habits new people are important especially if they're like-minded and I feel like you know um you and I that's that's yeah. kind of how we you know they, they, they we were like I right, I rock with you my man, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know no question yeah and then part of that is also cutting out the bat Yes. Getting rid of the negativity. Yeah. Right. And it, and it could be just people from, you know, from home. And you may have done this, right? Yeah. That just weren't on board, that were dragging you down, yes. they're sucking your energy. Like, yes. you need to cut those folks out. You have to. And that, and that is very tough because um, of uh, blind loyalty, right? Blind loyalty. What we, it's so funny because, like, we hold so much emphasis on the whole day one mindset and this is my man from the sandbox and all that. But a lot of it is because of we, we had this collective experience of struggle, right? And one of us decided that we didn't want to struggle anymore. Mm. <laughs> one of us decided that we're going to transform our mindset to transform our lives. The other person is still rooted in this. And so there's mission clash, Right. And then you, because of this blind loyalty, you know, you might revert back. And it's mm. just like, you you have to set hard boundaries. Not to say you got to cut them off all the way, but hey, look, you know, love is going to have a different uh, complexion. I'm going to love you from afar, but this is where I'm headed. Either you could get with this, you know what I mean? You could get with this, but if not, I'm over here. I'm, I'm going to keep it moving. And um, 2022 was the 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 year that I did that. Okay. And 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 it changed my life. It changed my life. You gotta understand, you know, um one of the biggest decisions you'll make, and you can attest to this, is who you're going to be with, right? Who you're going to be with. And 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 the, and and that translates to your friend group. Cool. Right? So it's not just in a romantic sense, but like your know, who who your 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 friend group, the person that you deal with, you know, that is one of the biggest decisions of your life, like of your life. And if you can understand that, then you'll be open to new people and, and just new experiences, man. Different level of conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> man, just fire. Come on, man. Um, THS. Man, THS. <laughs> that hope shit. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> damn. So- Community involvement is a mm. huge part yeah. of what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. Hope Scholars Initiative. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, where do we start with this thing? So um, let's go with the initiative and, yeah. and what it's all about. Yeah. Um, what our mission is. Yeah. And where this thing's going. Yeah. So Hope Scholars Initiative started in 2019. Um, it's a nonprofit, um, and the mission is to engage and support youth through. Um, uh, in a in a social emotional way to help them grow their social emotional um, 
skills uh, through hip hop based practices. Um, so that could look like events, workshops, um, community partnerships. So I currently have right now um, a community partnership with Charette Charter School, which is around the corner. It's actually on Westminster Street. Um, and uh, the Department of uh, Youth Services in Massachusetts. So this is um, committed youth. Mm -hmm. um, people say incarcerated, but you say committed youth. Um, so, um, and then I have a partnership with a um, a youth housing program in Lowell, Massachusetts, called uh, Strive. And so, um, really, it's using hip hop education to engage young people who maybe are seen um, as less desirable or have behavioral challenges and things of that nature, and using hip hop. Um, to 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 make them process what they're feeling, mm. you know how they view the world, but most importantly how they view themselves. So we have an artist mentorship program. So these are young people who want to rap. I'll meet with them. Um, we have clocked in over a thousand hours uh, last year. Come on. Um, yeah. Um, uh, you know what else we have? Like I said, the community partnership. So I meet with uh, uh, the seniors uh, every Monday. Okay. Um, and we do um, just hip hop workshops. Um, but it, so it, a lot of it, some of it is performance, but a lot of it is just process. Maybe we might watch a Breakfast Club interview and. Um, talking about growth mindset or like, you know, hyper uh, sexuality and things of that nature. Like, what are you consuming and mm. and how can you process this? You know, things of that nature. Um, and it's been it's been awesome because really it, it creates a space where they can be their authentic selves um, and not be judged by how many credentials they have. You know, we remove respectability politics um, because that is such a deterrent for young people um, from marginalized groups. You know, if you don't, you know, there are kids that are being suspended and expelled for having a Nas part. You know what I'm saying? For having, you know, micro braids. You know what I mean? Um, and so when you have that type of indirect messaging saying that they can't be themselves, mm. how do you expect them to engage their scholarship? You know, so really it's about strengthening um, that relationship between them and their scholarship by by using things that they identify with nice. that was once uh, seen as bad. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how many, how many students, how many folks are participating in this? Like yeah, right now. So I currently have in the artist mentorship program, um, I've seen uh, right now, currently I'm seeing about four. Yeah. But um, altogether since last year, it's been about 20. 20 young people um and then uh as far as the partnerships oh my gosh we're talking hundreds 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 of young people man you know yeah that's incredible yeah yeah so it's 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 dope man and um yeah. i got to shout out social enterprise greenhouse okay. They've been really instrumental with helping me develop the 501c3 and just sort of that back end stuff, you know, and, and really um, now currently helping me scale. You yeah. know, now I can go for that large grant money, you know, because before I was I was one man band and getting that, you know, individual grants and stuff like that. But now, I, I, you know, when I talk about scale, I want to yeah. grow to staff and to sure. be able to train um, because, you know. 
And you got a board of directors and yeah, and got a board that, of right? yeah, got a board of directors. So this is, yeah, yeah. Well, this is legit. Yeah, no, nah, this is all <laughs> legit. Yeah, this is all legit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely legit, man. Um, and you know, it's um, it's it's a one of a kind, especially out here. You know what I mean? In in Rhode Island, there are other proof of concepts, but you know, for uh, um, for people to be able to en- engage um, the young people and transform their minds, um. People think that it has to be this um, punitive, um, you know, punishment type of thing, and for me, it's a restorative way. And so, a lot of it is me training staff and faculty, mm. educating them, because what they, what I see is that they, um, they get, the, they have these, you know, these young kids who are, who are seen as behaviorists. Oh, let's get the hip hop guy. And it's like, no, 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 no. I'm here. Let's let me show you how to infuse hip hop in what you're already doing. Right. Like I'm not here to just, you know, clean up like, no, like, you know, I'm I'm here to show you that how to, how can you use hip hop as a way to engage them? Because right now the mechanism that you're using is not working. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And so, you know, I find myself doing that, that work. So it's really, you know, not the young people. It's a lot of the older people that sure. I got to educate. You know what I mean? No yeah. question. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. Good shit. Thank you. Um, Looking ahead, I, look, I've been waiting for the new album to drop. Yeah. Like, I, I don't I know. know what's taking I so know, long. I know. But what are we doing? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> so no. what, what are we, what's it looking like ahead here? It's it's looking like fall 23, man. All right. It's looking like fall. I just shot the album cover. Um, man, last week, man, I'm trying to tell you, it is, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. But, um, there will be a single, an official single being released for the summer. Um, but, uh, I'm really excited because a lot of the, the themes on this album are, are, are relative to this conversation about, you know, just forward thinking and trying to, engage a community or a listener to show them what what's on the other side you know what i mean um so this is like the first in my catalog that's probably like trauma free mm. so it's going to be like interesting because the culture is so rooted in the struggle and 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 trauma understandably so um but like turning 50 years old like you know i i want to i want this album to be the sophistication and the and the growth, like ah, right, yo, this is what it's like on the other side. Like we're not we're thriving, you know what I mean? Um, and so yeah, you know, um, without being judgmental or anything like that, but I'm super excited about like how it's gonna land um, because you know I got to follow up Hope All as well, which was you know fire, fire man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, now nah, for this fall. The album's coming out, man. All right, noted. Yeah. And performances? Yeah, yeah. We got PBD Fest this year? Um, I don't maybe, know. Maybe not. We'll, right. see. We'll, right. see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But we got the show celebrating. Um, We got Hope Night. That's what it's called. Um, It's going to be right here in the District Park. Um, uh, We got that coming up. And then got some uh, some festival stuff. Um. Like, you know, but I'm definitely getting back out on the road. So I'm really, okay. really excited, man, because like 
COVID really threw everything off. But um, and then, you know, being a dad and kind of, you know, um, adhering to those responsibilities. So yeah. I'm excited because that's my bread and butter is performing, like yeah. really being on that stage. You can't, you can't, there's no AI, there's no, you can't put a filter on it, it's raw, it's a connection, yes. right? You can't buy views and, you it's know, there's authentic. no, it's authentic, man, yeah. you know what I mean? And people, they, they want that, man. No question. Yeah. So I'm sure you're going to be vocal about it when you do book all these shows, so yeah, how can yeah. folks find you? Man, everything is johnhopepvd.com, man. Yeah, that's it. The website, man, you know what I mean? johnhopepvd.com. Um, and John Hope PVD on all uh, social media platforms. Um, stay connected with me, man. Um, yeah. You crushed it. My God. Nice work, brother. <laughs> nice work. Thank you, man. So thanks for coming. Um, yeah. Like John said, reach out and uh, and listen to the music. He crushes it. Thank you. Thanks, Thank man. Thank you. All right. <laughs>